Hello, everyone, and welcome to Game Time with Manny, episode 203. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Um, And I forgot to ask you this before the podcast. I'm going to ask you now. Did you end up going to the fair last week, the state fair, the New York state fair? I did. I went on uh, Saturday. Nice. How was that? I also went, but on Sunday. Sunday. It was all right. We did go on one ride because she just insisted on going on a ride. And we, oh, went, yeah. we went on like this like haunted ride. I saw that ride and I said, that looks weird. Oh, it was half of it was literally broken, Manny. No way. So you're like riding through it. it like it's supposed to like flash the like it just like these lights flash and then it just kind of shows this like poorly like creepy thing it's not creepy or scary but it like half literally there were five lights that were supposed to flash and only two of them flashed so like for more than half the ride it was just like riding in this dark hundred degree ride it was it was really funny though we laughed hard that's insane mm-hmm. i so i did not go on any rides uh but i did get uh fried oreos deep fried oreos mm-hmm. which i've had before they're very good i like them um and then i got cheesecake chimichangas okay which was just like a chimichanga with cheesecake in there right. that had a raspberry topping that was pretty good um yeah i don't know man the, it was hot and like mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of people and i was just like i don't know man this is not my thing see we fucked up and went to a diner called like the second chance diner right mm. which i would highly recommend while you're up when you're up there yeah uh, but we just kind of like ate there before and then we just were not hungry for any fair food for that makes sense i was told to save myself for the fair food mm. so i did but I would, uh, actually that's not true i had mcdonald's nuggets earlier in the day i would argue i probably had a better meal at that diner than i would have had at the fair though oh yeah but then you didn't have as much crippling stomach problems. That's not true because I got my I got like a ten dollar lemonade and then I felt awful afterwards. I did also get a ten dollar lemonade. Nice, but I'm it was not very good. It was okay, and then it was just like super sugary, and I was like, this is like sickly. Sweet. Yeah. So that was my upsetting thing was mm-hmm. I wanted more lemon yes, in there. Yeah. There's not 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 enough lemon. It was like really watery and sugary, and I was like, ah, oh, this is not good lemonade, but. Oh, I was going to save that cup, but now I don't know what I did with it. I was going to save that cup until I was carrying it for an hour and was like, I'm not carrying this cup anymore. And I just threw it away. See, my girlfriend offered to put it in her purse, but I was like, it is all sugary. And I don't want the spill all over your purse. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not, mm. I'm not keeping this fucking cup. And I just threw it right in the garbage. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I went inside an Indian longhouse. Okay, yeah. In the Indian village, and then I saw a little bit of a drag show in the Latino portion of the Latin town, I think it was called or something. I don't fucking know. I think that part changed every couple days or something. I did not see anything that would resemble a drag show. Yeah, it was a stage that had a drag show on it. Okay, that's um yeah so i don't know i'd never been to the fair that's probably not true i probably went when i was too young to remember mm. no i mean like for when it comes to fairs i think like new york state fair is probably one of the biggest in the country yeah and definitely the longest running yeah uh, but i mean at the end of the day it is still just a fair 
Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know if you got the tickets beforehand, but like for the two tickets and the, the parking, it was like $11. So no. Yeah, it was very cheap. Um, I we parked at the mall and then took the shuttle. Mm. So that way we didn't have to deal with the parking extravaganza. Uh, we just parked at one of the places, and, but it wasn't that yeah. bad. It, it really wasn't that bad to to get in we went around for how long did you spend there like probably probably like three four hours yeah that's i think we were probably like two to three yeah because it's like I, I don't know there's not like a lot to do right quote unquote if you're not gonna be like a kid on the rides or like playing a bunch of rigged carney games mm-hmm. i did play a rigged carney game Ooh, which one uh it was the one where you kind of just like have the hook on the fishing pole and then you just drag it through the water and see how many little sharks you can pick up okay no matter what you win i got mm. two and then i got this little sloth guy oh sweet uh so not worth five bucks but mm-hmm. that's what it cost yeah but that was the, the it was all about the experience so. it was i had just a great experience right, couldn't right. unforgettable unforgettable i'll never forget mm-hmm. and then uh my girlfriend's dog was like is that mine mm-hmm. and i was like i guess you can have it but right. and then he took it and treated it like his baby oh nice See, Oliver would just destroy it within like five seconds. Well, so if it's a little one, he waits to destroy it okay. for a couple days. He'll treat it like a baby and then say time to die okay, and then yep, just yep. shred it. Okay, yeah. good. So that's fun. Um, so, yeah, that was a, that was my fair experience my last week. So, yeah, uh, Sunday I'm, I'm going down to Dorney Park and that's probably going to be a, a little bit more fun. No, oh, nice. Yeah, that should actually be fun. Yeah, it was online, and I was like, "Oh, the tickets are down to thirty dollars per person." I was gonna say I haven't been there probably since high we school? were in high school. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, for thirty dollars. Which here's the thing: I looked yesterday, and the the weather was like eighty degrees and cloudy. Yeah, and then I looked today, and the weather's going to be like low seventies and rainy. Mm. So, but here's my thought. Here's my hope. Like if yeah. it's if it's just rainy and it's not thunderstorming, they'll just let the rides run because it's fine. Mm-hmm. But like maybe the rain, the rain and the time of year will keep a lot of people away. So we'll be able to just basically walk onto any ride we want to. So That would be the ideal. Exactly. I'm OK with a little rain if I can just basically walk onto roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess with that, we can, uh, we can get right into the news. We got two weeks worth yeah. a little bit and it's a, some of this isn't even new. It's like the first one I put on here, uh, SNK's Yasuyuki Oda. He, uh, he did an interview and he said that both Capcom and SNK are interested in an SNK versus Capcom revival. Do you think it would be like, kind of like what Capcom was trying to do with Tekken where like each company made their own. Oh, I don't know. I, and I could see that happening because like for some reason, SNK is making that new fatal fury game and they're all really excited about that. And it's like, we already have King of fighters like Samurai showdown. What the fuck do you need this for? Unless it's going to be sprites. Like I said, unless they're going to go full 2d with it and then it would differentiate itself. But I, I have no idea. Um, and yeah, this I don't know. Like whenever someone says revival now, I always think like, oh, are they just going to make like a uh, uprezzed collection of CVS one and two and like call it good? That would be OK. I would take that um, because I think those games rule mm-hmm. and I still have my GameCube version of CVS two and I love it. Um, Ooh, I bet a lot of people would say that's one of the worst versions. 
They do. Just because of that controller. Just, well, just the controller, but also it has like the, it's the only one. It was like the something edition. I can't remember what the fuck it had some weird edition added onto it, but like there, it had a thing where you could like just use the C stick to do all the specials. Oh, and so you could like, cause they always had those isms. So like that's, they would gain meter differently depending on what ism you used. And one of them was just called like, GCism or something and then you could just do combos w- that were insane by mashing the C stick. And so that was always my favorite mode to play. Sure, sure. Because it's just like, whoa, it's cool. I'm we're good at cool, video cool, games. cool hot supers exactly. Um so yeah, I that that I I don't know. I just wanted to say this because I would I would love for there to be a hot revival of this franchise. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, there was definitely a time where like this was considered one of like the pr- premier fighting games and like the fighting game communities. So. No. Yeah. And even if Marvel doesn't come back, I would, if then this came back, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Cause if they actually make it good, like they've been making uh seeming like street fighter six is going to be like, hell yeah. I mean, if they can write the ship with street fighter six, I have faith. They could write the ship with Marvel. Uh, yeah, especially because now Disney seems to be, which we'll talk about later, getting more into video games again and like trying to license good um, studios to do their stuff. Uh, I I would accept that, but it's still just one of those things where it's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to think like Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom. uh, what, What was it called? Infinite. Infinite. That was what, 2018? Mm, yeah around that time I don't 20 remember. september 2017 i think you give it maybe another four or five years then you're talking like 2027 that could be a good time to bring back marvel yeah because like infinite definitely like scorched earth like that now it needs time to just like people need time away from that franchise now so mm-hmm. ironically at very good net code Mm. It had very good rollback. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the online is actually like really good in that game, which I always think is like hilarious hey, that, because in Street Fighter Five it sucked. That's good news for Street Fighter Six. Uh, it is. We'll we'll see. Yeah. Hopefully they'll take the lessons they from you know Street Fighter Five and Marvel and Street Fighter Six is great. Yeah. Um, and then Yacht Club Games announced that Shovel Knight Dig is coming out on September 23rd. Um, it's another 2D Shovel Knight game. Um, uh, there, You probably have never seen this, but there was this game called Mr. Driller mm. uh, that used to be for Game Boy Advance, and Shovel Knight Dig looks like that. It, it, I read into, looked into this. It seems like it's a roguelite of some kind as well. Oh, interesting. I didn't know about that. I, But I'm the, that makes sense, I guess. On the Steam page, it, it listed roguelike, so I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, it might be run-based then in that case, which is fine. It, it does look like Mr. Driller, and I really liked those games. So I And I like Shovel Knight, and Yacht Club does a good job. Like They partnered with that other studio to make uh, Pocket Dungeon, the, puzzle, the match three puzzle roguelite. And like that is good, and they're still releasing a bunch of new content for that. Um, oh, okay. So, it, so this is cool. It, 
on the Steam page, it is, but it's one of the like the user defined tags, roguelike, action roguelike. So like maybe, but I also like it doesn't say it anywhere in the description. Yeah, I I was under the impression that it is not, and it is more like a level based thing. But I mean, from the footage, you don't really get that. It doesn't like say what it is mm-hmm. directly. It's just like you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, that's like Shovel Knight, but if it fused with Mr. Driller, so yeah, I, was, I definitely am getting some like Steam World dig vibes as. Well. Yeah, type type of thing. Um, so I'm excited for that because they had announced it a long time ago, uh, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Um, apparently, also it came out recently that Yacht Club is working on a 3D game. Oh, interesting. Uh, and people are like, "Oh, Shovel Knight 64," and I think that would be hilarious if they made it and called it that. Uh, but we'll see. They're, they they have said they've had a, a couple games in the works, so. Uh, you know, maybe they'll. Uh, well, actually, we already know they're branching out from Shovel Knight, right? Because they're making Mina the Hollower. Oh yeah. So that's Link's Awakening, but with the mouse. So. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I would assume that the 3D thing they're working on though is Shovel Knight. Um. So we'll see. But I think that's cool. Just September 23rd gets your indie games out there, baby. That is soon. Two weeks away. Yeah, and they did the same thing with Pocket Dungeon. They just put out a thing, and we're like, I don't know. This comes out next week. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I, play that. The the way video games are, like the only people who are gonna care about that are people like us. And, yeah. and like they're gonna know, like, you don't have to have this whole big build up for I mean it it's one no, thing yeah. for like Zelda and Nintendo that is needs to capture people who are barely paying attention to video games, but the only people gonna play this game are people who are really invested in video games, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um and then the next one, which I found this to be interesting, both Sony and Tencent increased their shares in From Software, the developers of Elden Ring and Sekiro and uh, Dark Souls. Uh, Sony increased their shares to 14.1% of the company and Tencent increased theirs to 16.3%. Um, you know, Dark Souls is big. Elden Ring, big. So they want to continue to do that. I also think Sony is trying to do that so that maybe they can get a little Bloodborne action. You know, yeah, I have to imagine Sony's probably pushing them because, like, I, I mean, if they could get that again, I people are just clamoring for that game. So yeah, I, people are even clamoring for it to just come out again, mm. like to just be like, hey, what if it was sixty frames a second and the load time nudge nudge, nudge and the load times weren't as bad, yeah. and it's like you know, people would pay for that. I am not one of those people but people would pay for that. Or if it just came out on PC, I think people would lose their fucking minds. If it came out on PC, which I mean, like Sony has been releasing games on PC. So yeah, it's one of those ones where like, I don't know why it isn't one of those games because then they don't even have to do work to it. As sad as that is to say, because the PC community will fix it. Mm -hmm. So like (laughs) kind of like the first dark souls. Yeah, kind of like the first Dark Souls PC release. So, like, that doesn't matter. That's a shitty thing to say, but, like, they could just do that. Um, and on that same that same subject, Tencent also got a higher stake in Ubisoft, which, like, the way it was worded in every article was, like, it made no sense. I, I like, made it hard to follow. So the Yves Guimau is, like, the CEO or whatever. I guess the Gimo company or like Gimo Inc is a major shareholder in Ubisoft and Tencent bought 49.9% of Gimo Inc. 
Oh, okay. So I don't know what that means their share in Ubisoft is now, but I would assume that that is a large portion. Uh, yeah, definitely not over 50%. If it was- No, definitely not over 50%. And I mean, like, that's what they were worried about before. Remember where, like, they were worried that Vivendi was going right. to have a, a hostile takeover with a majority. But I, obviously now if Tencent is, like, backing them up on that front uh, to make a little money. I mean, Tencent invests in everything, so it's, like, not weird. Right. Um, and they already had a portion of Ubisoft, but they, I didn't see how much money it was. I would assume they spent a buttload on this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tencent has some like Sony, I believe, right? Yeah, they do. They they own like a little bit of everything. They're the majority stakeholder in like Riot, they Epic, like literally everything yeah. that there is. They have like some some stake. Uh very comically large Chinese company. Like they're one of the like top five richest companies in the world, I think. So um and then continuing just developers buying things netties acquired everyone's favorite developer quantic dream um netties is a weird company they like i looked i was like i don't even they're in hong kong i was gonna say i don't know who this is and i was like oh it's a hong kong company yeah, they're they're in Hong Kong. They they make a lot of um mobile games and I think they do they do something with Blizzard. I don't exactly know particularly what it is, but they they do something with uh Blizzard. They do like I don't know if you've heard of that MMO Naraka Blade Point. No. They 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 do that. Um, I think they do some version of Dead by Daylight, and they, they just have a bunch of other weird, like random games that no one has ever fucking heard of. See, I, but they they are pretty big, and they you know. I kind of wondered if part of it is just like they release specific games for like the Chinese market, because uh, the Chinese market is so different than like the North American markets. Yeah, and that's why, like I said, they do a lot of mobile game stuff yes. and like weird free to play MMO shit. So um, that's weird that they would get Quantic Dream because that's not like the type of games they make. The exact opposite. Yeah, I also I think they might own uh, Suda Suda's thing, uh, Grasshopper. Yes, that is true. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's weird. And that was just totally random, but, um, you know, good on Netties. Get that, get, get that toxic developer. Yeah. yeah, And maybe, (laughs) maybe, you know, get an editor for him as well. Yeah. Uh, small hiccup there, but I was talking about Halo Infinite. The, the split screen campaign was canceled. Uh, yeah, I saw that, and I'm sure that made a lot of a uh, lot of Halo fans very upset. Uh, Did you see the part where hackers and modders were able to make it run? I did not. Yeah, and it was totally fine. <laughs> That's a bad look. I think it's really funny. Uh, I there there was like there was some reason why people said maybe that's why they canceled it, uh, but. Oh, because of the original Xbox One. Um, they said that it wouldn't run as well on an original Xbox One, but on the Series X and PC, obviously it would run totally fine. Oh, it was. that makes sense. Uh, so I maybe they just didn't want to alienate people with an original Xbox One. 
I don't really know. That seems like a bad idea. That does seem like a bad idea. So I don't I don't know what happened here, but they canceled it. And I just thought it was really wild that there is like footage out there of it running perfectly fine. But then that's on probably higher end PCs. A PC and a Series X. Mm. I saw people getting it on and I would assume it would work on a Series S as well. Uh, oh, the Series S. Yeah. And I, I maybe like the Xbox One X as well. Yeah, so that that is uh, the theory I saw going around because it just seems weird that like you could mod your Xbox and like make it do that and have it work almost totally fine. Just uh, a very very weird thing. Um, it is, but. and but like this is just like a, such a weird time period for video games because I mean you really think about like. Xbox can be on the, the original Xbox, the One S, the Xbox One X, the Series S, the Series X, and then like a whole plethora of different PCs. Like they, I think they need to simplify some things for themselves. Yeah, I, th- I think so as well. And maybe it's time to start cutting some of the some of their losses. With because, like, honestly, what's the legacy for the one the one Xbox One, anyways? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't even know. So. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, And then, because we had two weeks, Pokemon is, I think, going to do a reveal every week until the game comes out now, probably. Uh, Last week's was a weird, like, found footage camera of a Pokemon researcher seeing a bunch of weird paint on trees. And they revealed the Pokemon Grafifi, which is an eye-eye, a type of monkey, uh, that like paints with its fingers and like marks its uh, its territory. I think it's so cool, and I think that it's a perfect name because it's an II that makes graffiti, mm-hmm. and that rules. I think it looks cool. Um, and that was really all they showed last week. This week they gave a lot more information and revealed three Pokemon. So the three Pokemon that they did, uh, one of them was Cloth, which is this. Uh, really derpy looking crab Pokemon that I love with my whole heart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Big fan of uh, Klauf. It just is so stupid looking. And then like it like hides and some of them are like way bigger than others and stuff. ah, It's tight. Um, And then the two other Pokemon are version exclusive and they uh, made them for me in Nukio because we both like Mega Man Battle Network and these two Pokemon look like Mega Man Battle Network Battle Navvies. Okay. Uh, Armoroge and Seraledge look like they do not belong in a Pokemon game, but instead of Mega Man Battle Network game, like I said, and don't worry, everyone has Photoshopped that for us. People have put them into Battle Network and made them match those sprites, and people have made fake Battle Network covers for uh, Battle Network Violet and Battle Network Scarlet. Mm. Um, but they are cool. They are Ghost Fire and Steel Fire, I think. Yeah, I, I, I didn't catch the types. I don't. Really... The that was um, definitely looks like a rock type. I didn't look at. Clough is a rock type, yeah, I believe. Uh, but Armorog is the... It's basically just like a night-ass looking thing that is very red, and it has a Mega Man arm cannon, mm-hmm. and that will be only in Scarlet. And Serral Edge is uh, a little bit purple, 
and it has two sick arm blades and that will only be in uh violet yeah i don't really like them as much as like the two animals but like that's always the case with pokemon i'm always going to lean towards like the animal looks looking ones uh yes and i do like both of these uh animal ones a lot but i also love these two because uh right. i just love their look but I believe they accidentally, not accidentally, I mean, I believe they did show another Pokemon, but they did not say it was a Pokemon. Um, So they before they had talked about how there are three distinct storylines going on and they detailed them. Uh, There is Victory Road, which is just like the generic Pokemon one, beat the eight gyms, go through Victory Road, beat the Elite Four, whatever. Then there is the Path of Legends where you help a professor at the school you go to find the... Herba Legenda or some dumbass thing where you're looking for some legendary herb with him. And that's another story. And then there's Starfall Street where you basically do like gang battles against the villain team, Team Star. And when they show Team Star, it is like their leader on this like huge, really gaudy car with a bunch of neon lights. And like they throw out their Torkoal on top of it and you're just on the ground in front of it. But you do it like a normal Pokemon battle. But if you look at it, the engine of the car in the front has an eye and a mouth with a tongue moving around. Okay. And I am pretty sure that that is a Pokemon. Mm. I mean, that would be the only explanation. So I wonder, I don't know if it is the whole car. Maybe it's just the engine Mm. and like maybe the engine just like goes into empty car thingies. Uh, that would be sick, I think, but I don't know. Interesting. Um, but but I I do think you also if that is actually a Pokemon and it goes with these other ones, like I think every design that they have showed so far, I'm like pretty into. Like I I think Fido the bread dog is pretty uh-huh. all right. Like I just there's there's a lot of a lot of them. I I think that they've shown so far everyone i have been like oh yeah I, that's whatever there's that one that's just kind of like a weird fat blobby thing uh and that one is like less cool but uh, you know i i think they're all cool. like grafify and clough i think are like examples of like this is how you design a cool new thing and i even like the the three starters we haven't seen any more but i like the way they look even like the three you know right at the beginning so uh yeah and so uh, these pokemon further prove that the leaks are real Mm -hmm. so if people are seeing the leaks you know what's out there i won't talk about it on here because people might not want to be spoiled but uh i'm in like i'm i'm ready for this game uh even if i don't like the gameplay i think i will like seeing the pokemon designs as they come and uh is this one of those cases where like are you enjoying the way they're they're marketing this or would you prefer buy a new Pokemon game and really not know what to expect and just kind of stumble upon it in the game. So I'm 50, 50. I, I do like that. It is like there, Hey, there's a new announcement every week. Right. And, uh, I guess I won't say that I know about how many new Pokemon there will be. Right. Um, but I, I like, you know, I, I think like just having a weird trailer for Grafify and then the next day being like, oh, it's this Pokemon. Like, I think that I like that. Whereas like, do you remember when they had that weird like 24 Ponyta? hour shot of the fucking forest for mm-hmm. Galarian Ponyta? That was fun. Different. 
it was fun and different, but like, that's just like a lot of work. Like, just show me a fucking trailer. So the, the Grafifi thing is actually the almost exact same way as they revealed, uh, Hisuin Zerua for Legends Arceus. And like, I, I think that's cool because it's like, you get weird, different footage of like what the Pokemon look like in their natural habitat. That's like not in the graphical style of the game. And like, obviously took them a lot of effort. Right. Uh, whereas then like the, the, the trailer this week is just like, Hey, it just so happens. There's these three Pokemon in this footage, but it's about us telling you more about the features of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm okay with that. Uh, and it didn't really talk about it so much in the trailer, but in the press release it did, you can make your Pokemon auto battle. Um, so like, I mean that in two ways. There is, like, in battle, you could just say, like, hey, battle on your own, mm -hmm. and I don't have to control it. But also, you can just, like, send them out into the wild, like, Assassin's Creed Assassin mission style. Okay, I like that. <laughs> to, just, to just be like, hey, go train. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like that. I think that's a cool feature. People are getting really butthurt about that as per usual with all new uh, Pokemon features. But that sounds cool. I think that's a cool way to do that. I do. I, I the I guess the big question would be I wonder how that affects like EVs and IVs, yeah. Well, no, IVs are just E just EVs, yeah. IVs are set. Yes. EVs. Um I guess they also will sometimes come back and be like, "Yo, I found this item." Huh. See, I I, I don't mind that cuz like there are Pokémon you just store away and then you never touch again. Yeah, so I, I think that's cool. Like, as I've said, every time we've talked about these new games, I, they are trying something. Yes, they, they are like trying to put out new features and whether or not that is, you know, pans out. I'm still here for it because like I, the new stuff they tried in Arceus worked for me. I know it didn't work for everybody, but like Sword and Shield were just like the safest shit they could have possibly done in a really boring way. Whereas this it, it at least feels like they're being like, hey, man we get it we get it we're, we're trying some new stuff and i think that's cool I, the frustrating thing is they try this new stuff and then it doesn't matter if it's popular and it hits or if it's not like you never know if they're going to keep it or not so that no yeah and I, I think that thing. i think that part of it does suck um but yeah i th these trailers were cool i think these new pokemon are cool i'm i'm ready cool oh god only two months dude Hey, we got two months, two months and 10 days. We got things coming out here in October. That's exciting. Well, actually, I mean, no, I know, but I'm just uh, these games are close. So yeah, I, right. I don't know if they're going to keep it. Uh, I don't know if they're going to keep doing announcements every week, but I have liked that cadence because it's every week. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a little cutie mm -hmm. there. I like that Pokemon. Look at Clouffy. So dumb. Oh, that's that's a Mega Man character. Are they making a Mega yeah, Man? Yeah, or or it was two weeks ago when they were doing the trailer of the competitive battle, and it was just like, oh, that's just like a lizard that's also a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> Whatever. Right. The legendary Pokemon also motorcycles, and you're like, oh, really getting into vehicles here? I see. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's Pokemon. Um, and then I don't know if this had been like said before, but the Embracer Group bought Crystal Dynamics. Yes, we uh, talked about from that. Square Enix. Did we also talk about how they got to keep Tomb Raider and Legacy of Cain? I believe so. Yeah. Okay, because I saw that and I was like, Wait, "Excuse me." So I guess they're looking into doing Tomb Raider. Yeah, I'm, is the moral of the story. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like Square Enix sold everything from. Uh, Oh, oh, what was it before? 
IDOS. IDOS, yeah. I'm pretty sure they sold everything of IDOS. Yeah, but I didn't think they would sell like IP of. Well, what do they want to? What do they stuff? care about Tomb Raider? I mean, I don't know. No one ever cares about Legacy of Kane. Where's my new Legacy of Kane game at? Uh, pff, I don't know that, but. Um, and then what was it? The, uh, Crystal Dynamics is also helping work on uh, Perfect Dark. Is that what it was? Yes. The the Microsoft game. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I thought that was wild. I didn't remember that when I saw that. It's like, oh, yeah, hey, we still have Tomb Raider. And I was like, oh, whoa. Yeah, Square Enix sold, like, everything. I think to, to bring down, like, you know, the value of their company so they could be bought by something else. I have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, you got on here, Jeff Grubb. Mm-hmm. He uh, said, hey, there's probably a Nintendo Direct happening next week. Uh, the 12th was what I saw a lot of people saying. And then he posited, it was not him that posited right, this, right. it was someone else. And then he said this, that it may be delayed because of the Queen of England's passing. But then he tweeted today, no. Yep, it's happening. It's happening. Uh, and so the reasoning for this, I believe, is... Nintendo usually does a Nintendo Direct before TGS proper starts. Okay. Um, And I believe even if they were going to delay it, they weren't going to be able to because I think some of the games that were going to get announced at this Direct by third parties would still be playable at TGS. That makes sense. Uh, So they might not be able to wait and sit on it. Um, People talking about possibly some Zelda, possibly some Metroid in there. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I'd take it. I'll take any Nintendo Direct you give me. All you can eat buffet. And when I when we say Metroid, it's probably Metroid Prime. Uh yes, because that uh I think that's supposed to be their holiday game in theory, that Metroid Prime one remake. Do you think master. it'll just be one or do you think it'll be the trilogy? So before there was that rumor that it was the trilogy, and then someone was like, No, actually it's just Metroid Prime One. Oh, that's That'd be kind of disappointing. So I think it might be like the Gears of War, <laughs> where it's just it was just Gears One, and then uh, I think it just is Metroid Prime One. See, but the the difference there is like at least with like the Gears, like it was just like Gears Two and Three was easily accessible. Yeah, and I, I get it. Like, yeah, Metroid Prime Two is very expensive for the GameCube, and there's no other way to play it. And Metroid Prime Three is a fucking Wii game, so like, I I'm there with you. Well, but. it's just like it. That's so many generations ago now. So like, if you're gonna make a trilogy, like, do the whole thing. I I, I or- no, I I I am with you, but I I am I believe that uh, unless they it is just Metroid Prime, unless they plan on releasing the other ones and other sixty dollar games and. Rather than $60, charging people 180 for all three. Well, because the rumor of the Metroid Prime trilogy was around in the days of the Wii U. Right. Like, people have believed in that game for years and years. Um, and then, like, people were like, oh, it's finally going to come out on the Switch. But then, yeah, the rumors of it just being Metroid Pro- a full remaster slash remake of Metroid Prime 1 came out. Um and so I, it has also been believed that that game has been done for a very long time. And they were just waiting for... Waiting for, like, a lull in there. Well, no, I think it was more waiting for 4 to be close so they could release this and then, like, a year later release 4. Oh, okay. That's weird still, but I don't, I don't know. Well, it's kind of like with Uncharted 4. They released the trilogy, 
Yeah. Uh, and then a year later, they released Uncharted Four. It's kind of like it's kind of like a get people excited for Metroid Prime, and then like the new one comes out, and then people will buy it. I, but like, if you just have the one, I don't know if people are gonna like. I don't know if as many people would just buy one. If it's the trilogy, they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll check out all three. Why not?" So, I don't know. I don't know. People who are not me really like Metroid Prime One. Sure. So, I don't know. I want there to be an Nintendo Direct. I believe. Yeah, I mean, they're always fun, especially yeah, and there's more people than just Jeff Grubb have also yes. said this. So, I especially know. when it's like a legitimate Nintendo Direct and it's not like like a third party or like a. a I enjoy the Nindy directs but like mm. there's something about like a, a legitimate nintendo direct with nintendo news so yeah and i they haven't had one for a bit and like splatoon came out today so they might be able to talk about like some dlc plans for splatoon uh stuff like that you know mm-hmm. so uh that's cool and, and then any, uh, wait, anything that you're hoping to hear other than like zelda metroid no and I, I don't even know that there's anything i'm really hoping to hear like i don't expect anything out of it i guess like i mean i'll be excited but like you know my fall nintendo schedule's already filled up with bayonetta so well bayonetta and uh mario and rabbits which i know isn't nintendo. yeah it, yeah but i but yeah it, it is it is sort of so like right. those two games like I, i'm good for the fall on the switch and like i've been playing xenoblade and i will be playing splatoon uh so like i'm good on that front i just if they want to show stuff that's going to come out next year. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping for next year. I don't think we need anything like, I don't think the switch needs anything this year. No. So, so like, that's why I'm not like super like, Oh yes, I want them to show this. Like Mm -hmm. I'll take whatever they, they got to show, I guess. I would like to see what they're doing with Mario, even though I'm not a Mario guy. Cause like that was Mm -hmm. five years ago and we haven't heard anything about Mario. So I take it back. I want to see the first trailer of the Mario movie. Okay. Yeah. That could happen. That could happen. And I want that. Chris Pratt's Mario voice. Give it to me. Straight into my veins. Oh, God. That's going to sound just so jarring. It's what I fucking... I can't wait. I... Oh, God. So ready. Um, And then Ubisoft is having an Ubisoft forward tomorrow. Yes. It's confusing out there. We both had different ideas of what might be announced at this. There are two, maybe three Assassin's Creed games being announced. Uh, well, like, I don't know. It has Mirage been. I think Mirage has been announced. I think we're just getting one news. of them. One of them has been announced, which is the one like set in like the Middle East, I believe. Because they said, hey, get ready. Oh, Assassin's Creed Mirage leaked today for realsies yes and i think then they were just like fine we'll just release uh because they released a trailer i think a couple days ago experience the story of ba sim a cunning street thief seeking answers on the streets of ninth century baghdad yes that's what i thought it was somewhere in the middle east and from what i've read it's going to be about 18 to 20 hour adventure so i'm hoping it's like that's all right i'd take that yeah if it's like the size of like syndicate and just like i don't want this like huge sprawling assassin's creed game i'd rather have just like one city and just like a smaller experience and that's what sounds like mirage is gonna be yeah and then the other two it seems like they are uh gonna possibly announce one that's set in feudal japan Mm -hmm. 
and then there will be another one about the Holy Roman Empire. And then there's also the potential of Assassin's Creed 1 remake. Yeah, I'm less excited about that. Well, I'm kind of like, if they can make that game good, though. Like, I'm talking like... Yeah, no, I mean, I get I get it. I just like, I don't know. I'd rather see some new Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but like, I, I'm just thinking like, because Assassin's Creed 1 had like a decent story, but the gameplay was just, it just wasn't there. Like it had- but like, OK, so my my thing overall is they were like, OK, Assassin's Creed, mm-hmm. you got to rethink it. Mm-hmm. Take a year off that come back. Newly invented Assassin's Creed. You're talking about Origins. Origins, right? And then the, then they were like, all right, we're doing another one. And they, you know, they improve on that formula, make another one with Odyssey. Right right then they're instead of just like making another one they're like what if we took another year off and then just fucking three or four of these bitches well no i mean there was a year between odyssey and valhalla okay that i forgot about valhalla holy shit okay and then it's been like a year or two between the between we didn't have one last year and we might not get one this year no, but I still three or four. I, yeah, I don't think we. What are we doing? But then they announced that they were going to go. I, whatever happened to like Assassin's Creed? It was just going to be a platform, and then they were going to have all this DLC on. I, I Assass- the fucking same the same thing that happens to everything that they say is going to be a platform. Windows ten, they made Windows eleven still. Fucking Street Fighter five, we're getting Street Fighter six. You know, it like it just. It, the, uh, there's always more money. You know, I was thinking about this, though. I bet that's not going to happen for Destiny. No, I think they are to have set there. Because, like... They got to at least make good on their however many year plan. Because they said, like, original Destiny, they said it was a 10-year plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that came out in 2015. And then, like, around 2017, I think it was, 2018, they released Destiny 2. But, like, at this point, it's too late to release Destiny 3. Because we're talking, what, three years from Destiny, uh, from Destiny, like, in three years, it'll be ten years from Destiny 1, mm-hmm. right? I don't yeah. I don't think they're going to release a Destiny 3 next year. I think it's just Destiny 2 until they want to stop making Destiny at this point. No, yeah, I think that is also correct. So... Uh, so, you know, there could be three to four Assassin's Creed's soon. Yes, which one of them would just be a remake, which who cares? Yeah, who cares? I, I mean, the Baghdad one, that sounds interesting to me. Uh, I would check out a Feudal Japan one, and by check out, I mean... Not play it. See footage of it. Because you didn't even play Ghost of Tsushima, so you can't even pretend you'll play it. Well, I played Ghost of Tsushima. You played like five hours. Yeah, well, I played it. That... I will not buy the Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's weird. Ubisoft's making games though. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out more, and I'm sure they'll have. There's going to be more than just Assassin's Creed tomorrow. It's just, I I don't know. I'm excited. I like Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um. And then today, uh, it, it was announced last week oh. or the week before that uh, Disney was going to have a video game portion, uh, D23, the annual Disney Expo thing. Uh, and a bunch of cool stuff came out of that, in my opinion. Uh, there's going to be a visual novel made by Mike Bithell, the guy who made like Thomas is alone. Uh, and I can't remember his other weird indie game, but then he got uh, the license to make the John wick game. 
And uh, now he is making a him and his studio are making a visual novel about Tron, Tron identity. Uh, and I will play the living shit out of that. Give me Tron. Wait, he made the John Wick game? That one that was just like, it was kind of like XCOM? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so Mike Bethel is like a good game developer, and he's a really cool guy. Like, interviews with him are really interesting, and I like listening to him talk about game design. Um, he's a really smart guy. Right. Uh, and this, the, the I didn't watch any of this, just to be clear. Um, it was I on didn't. while I was driving home from work. Uh, but the the screenshots I saw of this, I'll go back and watch footage later, seem pretty sick. Uh, like, it seems like it, it has some puzzle elements and then, like, some morality choices and it is like in the Tron world, it is a, um, a new server from previous Tron things. So they don't have to necessarily follow the characters of like Tron and uh, the other characters necessarily. They can do whatever they want. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, Disney Illusion Island was announced, which is a 2D side scrolling game. It looks to be four player in the same way that like uh, su- new Super Mario Brothers was. Um, you, the four characters are Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. Uh, I saw a little bit of footage of this one actually. Uh, I did and it, too. It looks like a 2D game, and I think it might just be on Nintendo only. So, yes, I believe that is the case because at the panel afterwards, they had John Vignocchi come out and talk about it, and he works at Nintendo. So I think it might only be on the Switch. Mm. Um, Which is kind of fair because I don't know if you remember back in the days of SNES, there were a lot of interesting Mickey Mouse side-scrollers for SNES only. So, yeah, I... I wasn't really playing. I did have a Porky Pig, which is completely different. But I remember playing yeah. Porky Pig, a two D platform. Um, so yeah, there was a there was several Mickey Mouse game side scrolling games that were pretty good actually hmm. for a Super Nintendo, and then the Genesis had some other separate ones. But uh, I I thought at first like oh they're gonna try to recapture that, and then like it doesn't look like that. So I was like okay, well sure. It I don't want to be mean, but it kind of looks like a generic two D platformer. Yeah, which is, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you may remember Midnight Suns. Marvel's Midnight Suns was supposed to come out uh, in October. And then I thought it got delayed to 2023. So did I. But they announced that this is coming out December 2nd. Which is exciting. So get hype still. Uh, which I think is right around when the Callisto Protocol comes out. I think it's the same day. Uh, cool. That's gonna yeah. yeah December second. I'm gonna have to make a tough choice on that one. It's okay for me because I'll just pick this one. Yes. But uh, I that's cool. I was excited by that, and then this next one baffled me. Where there is a they're releasing a new version of Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga called the Galactic Edition, and they announced that they're like adding more DLC characters. What? Why? This game already has 800 quadrillion characters. And then the DLC characters were from the things that were not collected in it. Like the ones, the the non-movie characters, like there was the Mandalorian pack. There was the Bad Batch pack, the Clone Wars pack and uh, something else. So like, that's just weird. 30 new characters. Why? I, I 
didn't want to keep playing. Is, is, are, are they just are they just releasing this instead of patching how broken the original game is? I I don't know. Because that seems fucked up. Yeah. So I don't know. I saw that and was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, and then there was a Gargoyles game for Sega Genesis. You remember Gargoyles? I do. Keith David is uh, the main character. I did not remember that, but I definitely yeah. was not like a five-year-old boy being like, yo, is that Keith David? But it's it, trust me, it is. Uh, and um, they're remastering it and it's going to come out on platforms in the future. They showed no footage of this. I assume it's a 2D platformer. Uh, yes. Uh, and yeah, I, that's a, that. <laughs> sure. People remember that there's a Gargoyles game for Sega Genesis, I guess, and might want to buy that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and then the final big reveal uh, was, you know, rumored by several people and kind of leaked out a bit yesterday. Um, Skydance, Amy Hennig's new studio, um, is making a Captain America and Black Panther narrative action adventure game set in World War II. Uh, set in World War Two. This makes me wildly less interested in it because of the time period. That's too bad. Uh, but this is the Black Panther open world game thing that um, Jeff Grubb had talked about previously. I don't know, man. I just like when I think of Black Panther and Wakanda, I think of like super future tech shit. And so the fact that it's going to be in World War Two is like, I don't know. That's weird. So you're focusing on the uh, the Black Panther and I'm probably focusing more on the Captain America. So. Yeah, so like I I would have preferred like a modern Black Panther game. I'll also play this. Like I think it will probably be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um I can't wait to see like actual footage of it. Right. Um because it's just like a weird CG view of a desk that has Captain America and black panther stuff on it with like a hydra portfolio there is like a little cg render of uh captain america and black panther like from afar it's it's really weird it's a really weird teaser um so that's cool i that's cool i hope that they make a sick thing yeah that's my hot take i hope most video games are good yeah, and we talked about this earlier. Uh, you don't just play as there isn't just Captain America and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. There is also random generic soldier and random generic Wakandan soldier. Yeah, I think the one is a, a female, a woman. The the Wakandan. Yes, the, the Wakanda the Wakandan uh, lady is a female, and then I believe the uh, U.S. soldier is a male. It looks like I don't know. They're just silhouettes. Yeah, who cares? Like, like, I'm not trying to be mean, but like, if you play that game other than Captain America or Black Panther, like, that's gonna be disappointing. Um, and then I said, I you probably have to play as all four at mm. various points. They probably each have their own special uh, shit they got going on. Yeah, who knows? Um, Players can look forward to intuitive controls and exhilarating second-to-second gameplay ooh. that captures the action and excitement of Marvel. That tells so, me everything. It's a globe-trotting adventure. So, like I said, I think this is just like Uncharted, Uncharted, but with Black Panther and Captain America and two randos. I'm okay with that. Uncharted, Marvel, Uncharted. I'll take it. 
I like this comment on this article. This cast seems kind of unbalanced. Am I right? A super soldier, a mystical warrior and two regular dudes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, couldn't they have like at least got Nick Fury? Well, I was thinking like the winter soldier <laughs> or something. Yeah. I'd, or like Namor would have existed at that time. Right. Uh, so like, yeah, get a weird Atlantean mutant guy in there. I don't know. Uh, whatever. It, it's probably going to be cool. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Maybe, uh, something amy hennig is working on will come out and maybe the simple answer is it'll be like two stories will be happening at once there'll be one like black panther story and then you'll bounce to like the captain america and like and then like black panther has like his it's sully and then like the captain america will have it's sully type yeah so like in the image of where black panther captain america it shows all four but on the left side it's like paris i believe right. and then on the right side it's wakanda so like maybe it is one of those things where it's like you know we're going all over yeah like, it, switching between people that's i mean that would be okay like you play as like the primary like you either at some points you play as black panther other points you play as captain america but you're always playing as one of those two that would be yeah. okay yeah um so yeah that's cool disney getting back into the video game scene in a big way mm-hmm. after completely divesting themselves of it you know, when you license out games to good developers, they make good games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we still so, have that Wolverine. Yeah, that's I saw a lot of people being so mad that there was no Spider-Man 2 or Wolverine here. I bet that's more Sony wanting to hold. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a Sony thing for sure. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. The, the Black Panther thing that was the only thing I was like, yes, show me. Mm hmm please well now i'm now i'm excited about midnight suns even if i don't get it right away like it's good to know that like it'll be out soon no yeah that was a cool one i never expected them Mm -hmm. to talk about that here i just was the only thing i in my head was like oh they better announce that black panther game right and they did so here we are and you got (laughs) tron identity so yeah i'll take uh, tron Mm -hmm. after disney canceled the third tron movie and the really good tron animated series for no fucking reason did you ever play that game i did not people seem to like that game though i was gonna say i think it was like better than expected yeah it was like pretty okay i'm not saying good i'm saying better than expected. no yeah i just know people said it was like "Ah, this is a video game it's Mm -hmm. all right tron uh but yeah i'll play this biffle games baby it's cool um and with that we will uh we'll finish off our podcast here with the games we have been playing i can go first all right i'm still playing xenoblade chronicles 3 i'm 90 hours in (laughs) i saw you tweeted like i think probably like a week ago you're like this game's never gonna be over no and it is my fucking fault so uh, literally i am in the final chapter of the game and i could go to the final dungeon Mm -hmm. but i also so there are there are a bunch of classes in the game like 15 20 of them and you can get them all to class level 10 but then you get these unique quests that are all very good and voice acted whereas all the regular side quests are not uh and once you complete those quests with that character you can then get that class to level 20. So I'm at the end of the game and I have literally every single one of these Ascension quests in my quest log. Okay. Do I just beat the game or do I go and do these cool quests that will be good? Well, I mean, if you're enjoying the game, just why stop, right? No, I, and I, that's my, yeah. I just like, it just, I feel like I need it to be over. 
and even though I will enjoy doing the Ascension quest, but I could just beat it and then go back and do them if I still feel compelled. I see, like, I always think that, but then, like, more than that. And I never go back. Well, half the time, like, once I see credits, like, it just, like, something changes in my brain. And unless I'm really, really obsessing with the game, like, I'm usually done at that point. Yeah, and so we'll see what happens i'm trying to i also i want to move on to other games right sure. now like i i would like to have that off my plate so that then i could actually play digimon survivor i could actually get way into splatoon or whatever you're you haven't even hit 10 games right uh that i think is true right now yeah i mean i will no right, matter what right. but it just yeah um and then uh jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle r is a re-release of jojo's bizarre adventure all-star battle which is a ps3 game okay uh and people may know that i bought it originally because i thought it would never come out in the u.s was the first game i ever imported uh the hong kong version i got the platinum trophy in it and then they said actually just kidding it's coming out in english and then i bought it because i had to support them and i platinumed it a second time for the ps3 oh nice uh they re-released it for ps5 pc and uh the xbox series eh, there might not be an xbox series x version PS4? uh no just ps5 oh interesting and, uh, eh, you know i lied i think there's a ps4 version as well either way it is that same game but it runs at 60 frames per second and they added eight new characters and their uh season pass will um add a bunch more characters but weirdly, they also removed some content that they're going to add as free DLC later because currently part six of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is airing on Netflix and they removed parts that they believed would be spoilers for people who only watch the anime, despite the fact that part seven and part eight characters are in this. So it makes no fucking sense why you would remove that stuff. But hey, you guys do you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I with uh, when I hung out with Nukio the other night, I just did training mode with the eight new characters to see what they were all about, and I played some arcade mode a bit. It's the same game, but it runs at sixty frames a second, and they added assists, uh, so it like has Marvel style assists. Um, yeah, but you, the one thing that really kills it is they did not add rollback netcode, so the netcode is just fucking abysmal, terrible. Mm-hmm. So that really brings it down, but it is more like a fan servicey type game where it's like, look at these characters you love being animated, and isn't that cool? So is it kind of like more like a Naruto style? So it is the same developer as Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm, uh, Cyber Connect Two, but it is a two D fighting game. Oh, it is two D. Okay. Yeah, it is. Uh, you can dodge into the third plane the 3d plane but it it is a 2d fighting game okay very unbalanced though like wildly so but it's not made to be right no it's not made to be like it's made to be just fun check out check out these characters this isn't this fun um and yeah i like that game and i like jojo's bizarre adventure so i was like yes i will support them again maybe they'll actually fucking add rollback if i support this i don't fucking know probably not but absolutely not it's a namco bandai licensed product so and they finally did arc system works finally wore them down dragon ball z is getting the fucking rollback now so who knows well i assume they're they were just like fine we'll fund it we'll yeah, we'll pay I, to do it well i just still think it's so funny because it's not going to come to the ps4 and xbox one versions only the new ps5 and series x re-release well i mean the, the ps4 can't handle rollback it's rollback it's impossible mm-hmm. no game's ever done it before yeah i know i get it 
not Skullgirls. Nope. No. Uh, but I think it's funny because then the PC version just gets a free patch and then it's just like, yeah, fuck the PS4 and the, <laughs> the Xbox One. Am I right? That just seems fucked up, yeah, but yeah. whatever. Uh, they're not going to make you pay for a rollback netcode, I guess. I guess they could. Tekken made you pay for frame data. So whatever. Uh, so I was also playing that, um, but you know, it's mm-hmm. a game I've already platinumed twice, and it's like the same thing. So whatever. Hey, cool. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Sackboy. I've been making my way through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't. I, and this might just be a me problem. I'm just kind of curious. Do you have trouble like uh, in 3D platformers, like jumping on enemies? Uh, it depends on the game. I, this game, like I'm having a tough time with that. And I know it's not quite a 3D platformer. It's more like uh, Mar- Super Mario 3D World. Hmm. But like I, I just like I keep missing the enemies and then getting hit. Luckily, there's not like a high punishment for death or anything, so it's it, it's not bothering me too much. But it is one of those things where it's like it's just a reminder of oh, that's right. Like this is why I don't like 3D platformers because I just I don't like the combat. I don't like jumping on enemies. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah. Where at least with like Banjo Kazooie, the one platformer I do like, like that's not really a game mechanic. You don't really jump on enemies. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is Ratchet and Clank, which once again, that's like you're shooting, like you're not engaging with that kind of the combat either. Yeah. Uh, but um, I will say the one thing I'm liking is, you know how in Super Mario 3D World, you're collecting the five stars in each world? Yes. This game, you're collecting orbs and it's the same exact game mechanic, but they did come up with a decent narrative reason for why you're doing so. Because you did that in Little Big Planet 1, 2, and 3? uh no okay as i said it's a decent it's not like oh my god this changes everything yeah yeah yeah. Uh, but you're like okay you know what that's a decent narrative reason to for collecting these orbs i've just been collecting these orbs because it's a video game uh but i i don't know i think it's pretty telling that like i'm only sitting down and playing the game for probably like like a half hour an hour chunk Mm -hmm. uh it's okay that that's yeah. kind of my my take on it, uh, but I am in the final world, so I'm getting close to to finishing it up. Uh, and then uh, a couple of days ago, I started playing Metroid Dread. That's weird. Uh, well, I, I rented it through GameFly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and I am enjoying it. I'm actually really enjoying it. I, I nice. I think the exploration is fantastic. I think I'm enjoying the combat. I think like just moving the character is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can I rant about something for a little bit? If you want to. Yeah. I do not like any aspect of like I, the EMMI. Oh, the Emmys, yeah. The, or I guess it's Emmys. I do not like any aspect of that game. I think it, the game would be drastically better if you took those out. Uh, Yeah, I don't really like those sections very much. I extra don't like how like regular enemies you can parry yes. and like it's like you're supposed to yes whereas like the emmys it's like totally random you can do it but like th- there is there is some fucking people who are psychos can do it every time but they're they're like yes is some bizarre audio cue but like it's randomized when it will have like, it's so fucking dumb and it's like i, I do frame. think that part is stupid yeah it's one frame like you gotta really mean it so like you're just not supposed to get caught like that they, they said that in interviews yes. like yeah you can do it but like you're not supposed to but like 
they didn't they gave some tools to to like not get caught but none of them are particularly fun it's like do you want to go invisible and walk really slow it's like not really yeah and so like it also it's just like the weird antithesis of like the rest of the thing they designed yes if you're if you're gonna have that difficult combat and you're gonna have like oh hey there's gonna be parrying and stuff like to then make it so that it's like weird and randomized and you can't really do it in that. It just seems weird. I, I agree with you. I, those were my least favorite parts for sure. And it like, it like I'm just like, I just want to take my time and I just want to explore this world. And like the game is like actively pushing me away from that. Mm-hmm. So like, I just find that frustrating. Uh, but like, I would say like, I've probably played about, I would two to three hours and I've probably been killed by those things like 30, 40 times. Yeah. Luckily, the punishment for death is not too bad, but like you just get ki- like over and over again getting killed by those things. It's just like it's not fun, and I, I think the game would be better if it- if it just didn't have that aspect and if it was just more of a traditional Metroid game. So. Yeah, and I they like were trying to make it like more like ah oh, this is a horror part. Yeah, but, like yeah, even yeah. even it doesn't really even work then that way for me. Like no. it's fucked up how they kill you, but I you know I don't know. And then I did like that game, but I I have never been like a huge fan of Metroid style games. Right. Uh, so it, it it was good, and it's not like a super long Metroid game either. I mean, it's like uh, I think it took me somewhere between eight and 12 hours. I don't exactly remember what the in-game clock was, but not a super long time. Um, And I definitely didn't like try to explore for everything because my, my thing in Metroid is like to get to the end, you basically have to get all of the meaningful upgrades. Right. So then all of the extra stuff is like, do you want to be able to shoot more missiles? I think, do you want more health? And it's like, yes. And yes. But at a certain point, I don't need that many. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. like when it comes to like the normal bosses, I'm a, like, it takes me a couple tries, but then I figure out the mechanics and I'm able to get mm-hmm. through it. Uh, it's just specifically just like those Emmys. I'm just like, this is just like not fun. Yeah. And then the final boss is very hard as no. well, but uh, that I actually liked getting good at. So, no, I, and as I said, like, I'm enjoying just like exploring the world. So I'm definitely going to stick with it. I'm just, yeah. I, 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 it's really fresh right now because like I, I was like this morning, I probably played for like an hour and a half, two hours before work. And I was just running around exploring, having a great time. And then right before the podcast, I encountered one of these, another Emmy. And I was killed like seven times in a row before hopping on this podcast. So I'm just like, Oh, this is yep. Back to just like not having any fun with this game. So like, Mm -hmm. I, I just, I'm just like all over the place. I'm either having a great time or I'm just completely frustrated with the game. So, yeah. Uh, but then last but not least, I played Nobody Saves the World. My brother played this. He never told me how it was. I, Manny, this game just just grabbed me. It just. Oh, you like it. I loved this game. I think there's DLC coming out or it just came out. Or yeah, on the 13th. Okay. Uh, so, like, do you know much about this game? I know it is a roguelike. It is not that. I thought it is. Nope. What? It is like an open world kind of like like it, it's imagine like a like like 2D Zelda where like there's an overworld. Okay. And then like in that overworld there are a bunch of dungeons and then like it's so it's a dungeon crawler. Uh but then like so like 
so it's like the overworld and it has all those dungeons but then like the actual game is like you you are a character called nobody and then mm-hmm. nobody can like there are tons of different costumes and character like they're basically different characters but they're also called like just costumes and so there's a, like an element of like ratchet and clank with this game where you unlock these new characters and then they have all these new abilities and then you have to upgrade the ability as a and, and in addition to like the character itself. So you're upgrading like so it's kind of like ratchet and clank you're upgrading the guns but you're also upgrading ratchet. Here you're upgrading up uh, nobody but then you're also upgrading each individual costume. And you know what this sounds like? What? Bell and Wonderworld. Does it? But uh, I mean, you would get the the costume things. You don't upgrade in that game, but yeah. No, like this, but like, but the upgrades is what makes it fun because then, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because like, then you can mix and match like different like character costumes. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna use the monk smite with with this rat and 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 like, not only like, are you encouraged to do that or like, not only do you want to do that, but like the game will like gate you and be like in order to like level up this character, you need to like use the smite uh, with the rat type of thing. Like mm-hmm. you want to get X amount of kills with the, the monks smite while playing as the rat type of thing. And it, it's like, I, I 100% of this game. I did everything I could in this game and it took me about 25 hours to do so. Mm, okay. My question is, I have played Guacamelee and yes. Guacamelee 2, which the studio made, yeah. and I find them to be aggressively not funny at all. It's cute and charming, but that's not what I was there for. I will say I didn't really laugh, but my girlfriend did chuckle a couple times. Okay, because like I just their style of humor, it, it does not do it for me. It actually puts me off usually. As I said, it's not great, but it's it, I was never upset over it. Like it never okay. bothered me because Guacamelee too. I almost was like, I can't play this anymore. It didn't make it unplayable for me. Okay, um, I bet it's on you, Game Pass, right? Yes, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, and I bet you would really enjoy this game. Yeah, uh, just because it, it it is scratching that like Zelda itch. It's just like you're you're constantly upgrading like your character and like getting like all these different upgrades and like fun abilities and just like there are these like unique little things like one of them you have to like uh play as the horse and then like you have to like race a witch as the horse um there's just like there are all these like fun little side quests and just like i don't know it's just interesting it's fun and i just kept playing the game to the point where like i think i over leveled for the final boss like i had done everything i could before fighting the the final boss Okay. Uh, the only achievement I didn't get is uh, beating the game on New Game Plus. I have everything okay. else. So, like, no, like, this game, I'm a little upset I didn't play it sooner, but I'm really glad I played it before. Because it came out in, I think, January or February. Yeah, it came out pretty early in the year. Uh, I'm So I'm telling you, I think you would enjoy it, but you, you're not going to play it anyway. But. I am not, but there's DLC coming for you. Yes, uh, which... I'm probably going to move on, but I'll, I'll I'll definitely come back and play more uh, DLC because I definitely loved this game. Nice. So yeah, my girlfriend calls it the ghost game because when she first saw me playing it, I was playing as the ghost. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So the ghost game. Uh, did you guys play co-op? No. Uh, she a lot of times like I'll be sitting on the couch playing, and then like next to me, she's just like reading her book or something. 
okay. She's being all civilized, and I'm just like mashing buttons. So it's great. Nice. Well, she could have played with you. This guy co op. I could see have. here. Yes. Chat. But she only really likes like Until Dawn and like Detroit Become Human. So mm, Detroit Become Human. It's a great game, apparently. Uh, I've heard. Apparently, <laughs> I've heard. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah uh, liking that. I I I did like dabbled with a couple other things, uh, but like, okay, I did. <laughs> I, for whatever reason, I was like, I'm gonna try Morrowind. No. Man. I I got like forty five minutes into it, Manny, uh-huh. uh, and I hit the start button. Yeah. Uh, and then like, okay, you know how like you hit the start button, and then in a lot of video games you hit the start button again, and it ex- you exits out of this the start like that that menu. Yeah. Uh, this just like it works as like like pressing the A button, and the very first option on there was new game. <laughs> so I literally just started a new game. It didn't even ask me, do you want to do this? It just instantly went to a new game. Okay, well, that's fucking crazy because you shouldn't be able to do that. But I also have never played the Xbox version. Yeah, it, it just hit start, hit start again, and you're in a new game. And I, it, it didn't save any of it before. Oh, no, absolutely not. That's one of the older games where like it had quick saves as well. Mm-hmm. So like I'd be quick saving all the time. Uh, but yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, that uh, you know, video games have come a long way since two thousand two. So I well, I wonder how I wonder how you get to the regular menu then if it's not start. It would probably be like I don't even know. Like maybe I, I, it's uh, select. It's it, quote unquote select. Yes, that that's what you want to do. But occasionally, like you know, you hit start or whatever. Especially because like Metroid Dread, like that is the the plus button pulls up the menu and like minus pulls up like this what would be start for every other video game i yeah that that's weird but i i just mean like especially for the time morrowind come out like the start button would have been the pause button so like it should have i would think it would bring up that menu as well so right that's weird i mean on pc it was escape which is what brings it up in every game from that era on pc yeah so i just like, couldn't yeah, believe it didn't sucks. just like pop up like are you sure you want to do this it just instantly went <laughs> no that game. that shit sucks I hate, <laughs> I hate when things do that like that's just bad ui design. yeah 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 not like are you are you fucking sure my guy yeah, yeah. like you did you did not save uh-huh. you did the, this is not what you want i, I can't think. believe like the first thing when you hit start is new game like that is no wild. yeah that's a, that's fucking <laughs> that's no good you can't have and then start is is basically like a or confirm it just like it was just like this wild just so many things went wrong in the span of like five seconds and i was just yeah like, that really blows and i was like ah, i just wanted to dick around with this for a bit anyway i wasn't oh. gonna play through this game so yeah uh yeah i got to create my character and like move a little bit in the open world it was great nice my favorite one of my favorite things in the beginning of morrowind is as soon as you leave that first little city you can if you kind of go off the beaten path just a little bit, you'll happen upon this guy's corpse and he has scrolls on it uh, that just say like, I don't, I don't think they say what they are, but there's a little journal about him falling. Mm. And if you use the scroll, you get basically like infinite jump. Okay. Uh, And so you jump so high that when you fall down, you die. Oh, nice. 
And I love that. I think it's the best. Mm. <laughs> you, I mean, obviously, like if you had certain skills, you could make it so you could land right. uh, f- safely or whatever. But like when most people find that in the beginning of the game, they're just trying to figure out like, hey, how does this work? And you just jump and you are so high in the air and you come back down and die. And I love that. <laughs> it's magical. Yeah, the, it, video games were so different back then. It's crazy. Oh, especially because that is like the fact that that's on Xbox is a miracle. Yeah. Like that is the most PC ass PC game from that era i could possibly think of right right I, it was a huge deal it's like whoa th- that's on a console like why is that on a console yeah oh my god and i love the two expansions blood moon and tribunal Ugh. that made our top 100 right uh, i believe so yeah i because like i know you didn't want skyrim i couldn't remember if you did oblivion or- yeah i love i i do not like oblivion very much mm. because i didn't have an xbox 360 at launch like most people who really like oblivion mm. but uh i god i fucking love Morrowind. oh my god good stuff mm-hmm. um so that's cool yeah uh, i look forward to playing more um you know Sackboy, metroid and i'll probably start something new for uh next week so nice mm-hmm. um i will have played a, some splatoon we'll see what happens with xenoblade um, and then I kind of want to try that Disney, uh, whatever the fuck it's called, Starlight, Moonlight, t- t- Fun Times, Dreamlight Valley. Dream, yeah, that's... Is what it's called. It's basically Animal Crossing, but with the Disney. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's free to play on everything, uh, but Game Pass gives you like a some paid currency, I think, for free. I saw it was on Game Pass, and then you said it was free, and I was like, wait, what? So... Yeah, so like you get like a, I think it's like the Founders Pack or something. So you get some paid currency and some dumb cosmetics. I guess all the stuff you have to pay for is all cosmetic only. So I don't really care about outfits and whatever the fuck this game is going to be. So I probably will be fine to play it on anything. TBH. So. Well, if you pick Game Pass, you could then, in theory, just like yeah, it's just on PC. I could just keep playing it. Right, I was gonna, and then like hop on like I assume it's not like some labor intensive, so you could probably play on like a shitty laptop and be fine. No, yeah, and I am under the impression that it will be cross progression with every console eventually, but it's because it's in early access is not there quite yet. Right. So in theory, someday I will be able to just be like, ah, I'm sorry, PS4 time and your PS5 time and go to that. But I don't know. Yeah, so uh, that'll do it for us this week. Yes. Uh, um, we're not what? part three. My It's my girlfriend's birthday today, so I got to get ready for that. It's soon. Yeah. I'm here. So. So that's cool. Happy birthday to your girlfriend. Yes. Um, and with that, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. They are an excellent chiptune band. You should check them out, and we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>